AJ McCaw, drop the mic on BTS. Fake love, real love. Where does all the love come from, McCall? I don't know. The interwebs. Here, here's, here's the point of this podcast. So McCall and I obviously are on the internet. We're plugged in. We're hip with the kids occasionally. Not often. And I'd like to think that McCall and Producer Butters, who's also in on this podcast, Hello. are pretty well tapped into the music scene. I would uh, I would go to them for any question I ever have about music because they listen to all of it. Correct. And that being said, and, and granted, I think uh, we're not necessarily of the age quite where we could reflect with the utmost accuracy, but I think we have a little bit of boy band just extreme love that we can go back to with, you know, like yeah. One Direction, Backstreet Boys, Sync, and et cetera, and look at this. But I just haven't seen on this scale BTS love to this extent. And maybe it's just because at this point we're tapped in the internet a little bit more. Maybe it always was lingering underneath. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. I mean, the K-pop, I mean, it's not really all that new because I discovered it back in like 2000. Oh, he's a hipster. Yeah, that, seven ish. Uh, humble break. So it's been, it's been a while. No, but I think didn't they? Well, he's yeah, he's keep up the. It was. Um, but why did Gangnam it take style? this long? Did it like? Psy. Yeah, Psy, I think was uh, a big part of it, kind of crossing over more mainstream. Yeah, I guess because yeah, obviously I can it's see been that. there. It's, it, it's you know that was really interesting. Just sidetrack really fast. So like I went to Italy, right? And mm-hmm. like they had promotions for the TV shows, and it's not like I didn't think they didn't watch TV there, but it's interesting to me because you think about in terms of movies like Transformers and stuff like that, they play all over the world and they play different languages. And then it was interesting for me to think that you know there's movie stars and TV stars in this country that I have no idea who they are. And it's the same thing with music. There's probably, there's famous, there's bands Mm -hmm. and concerts and stuff getting promoted all over the place. And it's just, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Like, I'm sure I sound like a moron right now, but it's just something I didn't think about. Like, I'm not like, oh man, yeah, that Italian artist, I know who that guy is, but he's probably crazy famous. It's it's the same way in the Latin world too. There's like big Latin artists. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Just, and it's a... I don't want to say it's like an ignorance type thing. I don't want to say that it's it's ignorant at all. It's, I just I, think it's I just, just out of sight, out of it, mind. It is. I mean, we just don't we don't pay attention to that. It's not our scene. I think I, I think it's a little bit of I, I'll admit for me. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. A little bit of um, American blindness. Oh yeah, because I think definitely. with movies and music and all that, we think we're the best and so like that's why we get the crossovers like uh Igla- Igri- in Enrique Iglesias yeah, Enrique is who Iglesias, you're looking for I mess up his name Ig- Enrique Iggy, Iglesias Iggy, stuff like Iggy. that come to American music or whatever and I feel like I don't know I, maybe it's just how all countries are maybe all countries make it so you like I consume this consume this and then there's a crossover from another country that you haven't heard of before and you're like oh that's kind of cool when really it's been happening there the whole time you're like yeah that guy's like Russell Brand has a really great joke about it when he first broke out into American uh American stand-up comedy, he said, if there's any English people in the room, they'll back up. I'm actually quite famous. Because nobody knew who he was. Because he was English and he was famous, but he wasn't American famous. Mm. I love Russell Brand. I also love him, To be him, completely Russell honest. Brand. I didn't really care for him. A lot of, of people don't like him, but he's like, he's very intellectual. He's very, said. very smart. One of the most intellectual human beings. Uh, he got an award for it a couple of years ago about being basically one of the most intellectual human he's very, beings. Yeah, he's smart. Sure, he's obnoxious. Sure, he does a lot of obnoxious things when it comes to like get him to the Greek and those kinds of things. I like that movie. I do too. Rub the furry wall. Rub the furry wall. Rub the furry wall. <laughs> Have you not seen I, that movie? I've seen it, but I just don't care for him. <sighs> See, and I really, I really like him, but 
alas, you cannot convince producer butters to like anything. If you he try and like, convince him, the more and more you convince him, he's like, no, he I hate them. Automatically dislikes anything that anyone else likes. <laughs> so back to BTS. That's I wouldn't just, say that, but I'll say that. Back to BTS. Back to BTS. BTS. That's where I think you're coming from a little bit from the fact that obviously it's not American music to start with. But yes. here's the thing, and uh, producer Butters, you and I are about the same age, mm-hmm. and you've been doing radio, you know, as long as I have, and you've been doing more of the programming side. Do you remember anything of the sort? I don't know if you're necessarily tapped into Twitter, where that's where a lot of the BTS love comes from that McCall and I experienced. But do you remember anything like this for One Direction? Because I, I would say that's the well, last worldwide yes. one. I think that it's a little different nowadays because of the social media. Because back back when One Direction was was around. Social media wasn't as prominent, I guess. Uh, I would say it is because it was it was something that One Direction was big when I was in high school. Right, I was just barely getting out of high school, and so like the teeny boppers were like super super big fans of One right. Direction, and so like I had social media, and I had friends that were obsessed with One but Direction. But are you talking about late One Direction or early One Direction? I was in high school when when they dropped their music so I was in like 10th grade or 11th grade when they first started dropping their music so like the fandom for Justin for Justin Bieber I would say is one of the first ones Jonas Brothers is another one that was massive a lot of people loved the Jonas Brothers there was like a cult following of the Jonas Brothers with all of my friends on social media and so I would say early One Direction late One Direction I had Facebook in 2009 so I got my Facebook in 2009. One Direction wasn't around until like 2011, I think, when they started getting really popular. That's when What Makes You Beautiful was dropped. Is right. 2011. Yeah. So what? What's weird is maybe maybe it's because uh, radio back back then, or you know that that time, we really weren't using social media as much that's as we fair. do now. That's a fair point. It's and a maybe lot of that's focus. why I don't see them as a social media. Artist. No, that's a fair point. I think that's obviously a big focus of the conferences McCall and I've gone to is that radio in a lot of places has been slow to introduce to intru- to, to, to transition into yeah, more to bring of the social media as part of what we do. Yeah. So that's a fair point, I think, to make that social media maybe at the beginning, especially here in a smaller place, was not uh, something that they went all in on at the beginning. I just, I, I don't know. And that's why I guess I'm glad that you two are in on this podcast. And I, and let, let's backtrack a little bit. Maybe, we'll, maybe we should play a little clip of BTS for those maybe who've jumped into this AJ and McCall dropped the mic and haven't heard them. So they're a K-pop group. You, you got something up there. Producer Brothers play a little, <coughs> little sample of them here so you can just hear a little bit of what they do. So that's their new one, right, with Steve Aoki? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, it's their new BTS. So we posed a question on our social media because that's where we've gone with this topic, and we'll be itch- we'll be having listeners uh, explain to us throughout this podcast what they love and maybe we should let's 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 get one of them in here. Give me one, producer butters. Let's hear why why someone loves BTS from a country that they're not in, obviously. I am a 66-year-old published author with a national bestseller, and I discovered them in 2013, but didn't fall in love with them until 14, and have been following them ever since. 
Um, I love these boys so much, I can't even tell you. And I've influenced about a dozen people in my life to also love them. I have seen them in concert three times, twice in California, also the city. Oh, my God, what a night that was. Oh, it was just amazing. I also took myself to the 2017 BBMAs because I knew that would be a turning point and the American Music Awards to see them perform DNA and the 2018 BBMAs to see Fake Love. And I swear I just cannot tell you how these boys are starting to change the world. It is truly a movement when you think about it. Their positivity and their messages of unity and loving yourself and loving each other is something we really need. And I wish I'd had them as influences in my youth. I had the Beatles and I love them too, but this is so different and so much better. Thank you guys. Thanks for doing a great job. Bye. That's, that's so, interesting. I just want to unpack this a little bit, because, McCall, I know that you do classic rock and I do classic hits. Correct. And <laughs> if there's anyone out there that's you know is a fan of the Beatles... I, I, it's me. Kind of a the, a little bit of a blasphemous statement, I'm just going to be honest. You say you put the Beatles and BTS in the same sentence. But that's why we want to do this podcast, is because this, this devotion and love for BTS is something that I... Personally, I don't speak for the two of you, but I think you're in agreement doing this podcast with together. Is that I've never witnessed devotion like that to I don't know about anything, and I'm a sports fan, right? And I think if anybody knows devotion to sportsing, it's AJ. Like he spends all sorts of time with his brother. Like, nah, I don't like this person. Nah, we need to trade this person. Thanks for call. Sportsing. Yes. No, but I mean, that's, I don't get the sportsing. That's, that's the closest comparison but, I can right. make it to is sports fandom, and and I'm there's it, there's prob, there's a parallel, but I guess we're focusing on music, obviously, as a group. And for you, McCall, I know that uh, people's messages and what they stand for is really important to you. So right. She hit on that a lot. I mean, is there an artist for you that's someone that you've always remained a fan of, just because of who they are as a person, not even as much music. You know, I love Halsey. I love what Halsey stands for. I love Halsey. um, I love like her, her, I admire her because I think that she, she does a really good job to never back down from what she believes in. And she's always somebody who, who stands up for what she believes in. And she's not afraid to speak her mind. She's not afraid to speak her truth. She's not afraid to explain to people why she feels what she feels and I Halsey is a very strong influence I think and she's somebody that I admire but even with Halsey like I love her I love Halsey but I don't know I'm just when it comes to social media when it comes to me pushing things on social media I don't normally like I don't normally reach out and like tweet somebody I just don't. I've never been that kind of way. Like right. I never have. I've I've never even thought, you know, maybe I should send Halsey a tweet and be like, "Oh my god, I love you." Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've no, never she, McCall's I've right. never there's, thought there's of that, that before. Works in our field that is going through a something stupid. I'm not going to get into it. It's dumb that people are attacking her for a dumb reason. And McCall's like, oh, I don't know that I can message her. And I'm like, you should. And you realize, I don't know if you noticed this, but yesterday while you're sending me a message about sending that girl a message and telling her that you support her and all that, I posted on her wall and said, hey, by the way, I think this is ridiculous. I saw that. Right. It's not that hard, McCall. You well, I know, but it's, it's still like I even so I sent her that message. I sent sent this lady Thank that goodness. message, but she hasn't even like read it. She hasn't opened it. And so it sucks because it's like 
I don't know. And I, I don't know if it's just because I'm like, they're never going to notice me. It doesn't really matter. I'm just going to go about my merry way. Or if it's just something where I just think, you know, I can put myself out there like that and I'm just going to be let, let down. I'm just going to be disappointed. And so I don't. Yeah, but in that situation, isn't it more about the the positivity you're spreading as opposed to? I mean, I guess you want it red because you're well, spreading definitely, absolutely. But, but that's like with with Halsey. Why would I? I don't know. Why would I reach out to her well, and be like, "Oh my God, I love her." I'm, I'm glad we haven't mentioned her name because I just want to play devil's advocate. Maybe she's using this as a publicity stunt of her own, and it's possible that that could be that could be it. However, I'm not saying that's the case, I'm just saying. No, uh, and, I work with media people. I know how it works. Right, and I thought about that also. I've thought about that in in different. Uh, situations and so I don't know and I don't know what BTS does I don't know how BTS what they stand for I haven't looked into them before I back somebody before I I say that I love somebody or before I I look into this and I promote somebody that I really like adore I will look into what they believe I will look into how they present themselves I will look into everything I do my research I do my studying and then I will present things so I think we should uh, go back to music when we are kids, but let's hear some more from some more fans first before we do that. Producer Butters, let, let's hear some, some more fans. Hey, my name is Jennifer, and I saw that you tweeted out that you were going to be doing a podcast on BTS, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about my story. I first discovered them on YouTube, actually, and after watching their I Need You music video, I was kind of intrigued, but more just a casual listener for a while. I like listen to like tile tracks and B-sides occasionally. So fast forward a few months from when I first saw them and I started going through a really dark time in my life because I had four family members die on me in the span of only a couple of months. I was pretty devastated and I became very depressed. I remember one night, it was really late, had really bad insomnia and I kind of went online just to seek out distraction from my not so good thoughts <laughs> and um, I remember one of their videos came up recommended on my feed it was a live performance for their song Butterfly I'd never heard it and I'd never even seen them perform live yet so I clicked on it out of curiosity I cried the entire song <laughs> it was like they were speaking directly to me and telling me not to leave and not to do that thing I was very seriously contemplating doing. After I watched that live performance and I read just the beautiful lyrics, I kind of latched onto them after that. <laughs> I, they became almost like an anchor for me for several months. I thought out like everything I could find about them and I spent just days and nights just immersing myself in their music and their performances. I, so that lyric videos, I bought their entire discography and watched everything I could find about them. I learned a lot about them as individuals, and I came to really like them just as people as well, not just the music side of things. I connected to the messages and stories that they had in their songs on a very deep level during that time. They're afraid to talk about things that a lot of people don't bother you know, saying anything about. That that I can understand. Right. I mean, that's something that you can grasp onto. That's something that... Producer, yeah, producer Butters, we give you a hard time about not liking anything and being somewhat of a robot, but is there, there got to be an artist or maybe a song or something that you're <laughs> attached robot. to for a specific time? Yeah, you're an emotionless robot. Emotionless robot. Yeah. Um, there got to be something. Anybody can relate to that. That love of that, anybody, I think that, that one makes sense. is clear. 
Yeah, I I don't know what artists that I mean I like a lot of artists. Right. Um, the only thing that, that can come like comes to my mind right now is like uh, the Chainsmokers. Um, I really like those guys. Um, Pink. I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really liked the the Black Eyed Peas. McCall, you seem like somebody who would have an artist that you found a found in a dark time. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I just I just had, I have a feeling that you had one. I did. Uh, there's a band called He Is We, and I loved He Is We. They got me through high school. Um, they were just like an indie acoustic band and Rachel, who is the lead singer is adorable. Basically I wanted to be everything that Rachel was. I just, I loved her and she was like always super strong and always super powerful. And she always had like a message behind everything that she would, would sing about. And she was always like, I, I found, I bought a ukulele when I was in high school. And so I would learn her songs and I would sing her songs and so that was a song, that was a band that I really loved uh, that like I still will like in my heartstrings. I love them. Uh, I also really liked the White Tie Affair. Mm, they were I also that. yeah they <laughs> were also some a band that I listened to a lot. I got to see them live in oh, you hoser in and they did uh, Little Wayne's Got Money. No way! It was so good. Oh, I, I love it was them. So good. I contacted them. And I said, Hey, are you guys going to release a version of that song? Because I think it's great. And then nothing. Then they're just gone. Like, you didn't hear from Yeah, Chris again. Wallace ended up breaking up and he went off and did his own thing. Um, but I loved them. In high school, music was the thing that I went to. Music was always my outlet. Music was my, my, my saving grace in high school. So I would listen to uh, The White Tie Affair. I would listen to The Cab. I would listen to He Is We. I had a special playlist made on like Pandora when you could make all sorts of different playlists on there. <laughs> and I had this mashup of The White Tie Affair and uh, The Cab and All Time Low and... I loved All Time Low. He Is We. And then uh, another band, Never Shout Never, is one that I really loved too and he's a hippie christopher drew Engle. <laughs> love that man <laughs> i'm a cliche mine for high school like we talked about this came up randomly uh because we we're talking about home ec class today when we we're doing the cooking challenge for our morning show but this came up that i was just not a not a popular kid until about halfway through high school when i kind of found myself but i'm a cliche because i loved uh, Blink-182 and Good Charlotte and Sum 41 were out in middle school and high school, yes. and I loved yep. them. <laughs> I wore the cargo shorts. I had the sweatbands on my wrist. Them, Green Day was huge in high school, and then at the end of high school, a lot of people loved System of a Down. Yeah. Yep. Dustin's mom loves loves a system of a down. Did you watch that video that I sent you yesterday of the dog? Yes. Oh my gosh. Banana, 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 terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta pie. I love system of a down. I forgot about that. Yeah. Good Charlotte. Blink oh, 182. You're, Those were good that's times. middle school and the high school for me. Yeah. Blink, Blink uh, 182, Sum 41, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan. I was going to say Lincoln Park for me. Lincoln Park's a good one. And then another one was uh, Tattoo. Nah, you probably know. didn't. Probably didn't it, I don't know. They, we, we played it here on VFX. Tattoo by who? That's the, that's the artist's tattoo. They're, they're Russian. 
Huh. All I can think of Russian is do. Do us. That's German. <laughs> oh, son of a. If, it, if I can find a clip in the system, I'll play it for you. All right. Well, I'm pretty uh, sure well, that you. you let's, let's hear it. Because that, that, that phone call made a lot of sense. I it was apologize. related to Dark Time. Let's hear from another listener. Hi, MB. And I found BTS in 2014. I love them for a lot of reasons, but their lyrics are just incredible. They have this wonderful ability to write struggle and pain and darkness, but still find the light at the end of it. And the line in the song, Nevermind, it says, uh, Moss surely grows on a stone that doesn't roll. If you can't return, go straight through your mistakes and forget them all. They acknowledge things without wallowing, and I think in doing so, they give their listeners an avenue to do so as well. And I really love them, and I'm grateful to them, especially with uh, their most recent album, um, Love Yourself Answer. Um, there's a song, Epiphany, um, which epitomizes this. They um, they break down that sort of agony of being a shell of yourself from living and being just for someone else and then realizing that the you that's left over from all that is still worth salvaging. And I hope a lot of people hear their music and their message and are inspired. I'm so glad you all have played BTS. You played Take Love and Idol for us. And um, it's just been a lot to be able to hear them. And I really love you, AJ and Paul. Thank you. Aww. Thanks. That I think so. I I gotta be honest. We we put this together this podcast, and the first phone call I think was really interesting from the standpoint of like you say boy band right, and you picture yeah. raging hormones and screaming teenagers. And the first lady was sixty six. She was kind enough to tell us that. But the, from from that point forward, you know, you you we look at this, and that's what this this podcast is about is where does this BTS love come from? And and the answers I think are fairly reasonable. There's a lyric or a time in my life that I found their music, and it spoke to me and it's stuck with me since yeah because like i don't know uh, there's dark times in my life so i'm trying to think of lyrics that stuck through red hot chili peppers has got me through a lot of hard times can't stop the bread the bread did, did, i can tell you a song i can tell you a song that i listen to when i'm raging all the time is um raging all the time did you see that I'm he's raging, raging all the time yeah. that was system of the down uh well, system got- of down is a good one no uh <laughs> is it's uh i think it's afi I hate oh. everything about you. Hey, Miss Murder. That one's good too. That's uh, not AFI, by the way. Who's I got it backwards then? Yes, it is. I hate everything about you. Oh, I thought you were saying Miss Murder wasn't AFI. Oh no. It's like yes, it is. That's three days grace. That by the one. Way. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, my songs for up. AFI is good too. Oh, I was gonna. I a, okay, I that makes more sense. I have a rage playlist that I have. What? Specifically, that I get to shout the music and then it takes me out of my. I takes hate me out of. I'm sad that that's one of them. Side note: I'm really sad that the lead singer from Three Days Grace left, but he does a really good job in his new band, so it's fine. <laughs> this is why I put McCall and producer brothers together. Just as a side note, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> All right, so here, here's a good question because I think that uh, that last Vogue girl kind of was an inkling of a little bit of like she found them before. I think they were super popular, and you two, I think, are the absolute best to ask this question. Oh no! Which is who is an artist or several of them that you feel like you found way before they were super popular? I know producer Butters has a <laughs> list of these. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> I know you have a list of yeah. these. Oh, well, producer Butters goes back to MySpace. And so he found a lot of people on MySpace, and That's I never true. had the chance. I never had MySpace. My MySpace was popular when I was in like elementary school. Great to ask you, Bruce Bars, did you have a Zanga when you were a teenager? I don't know what that is. No, okay, so I'm old. Let me look okay. this up. Never is mind. It still Go around MySpace. All right. So, what are the artists? <laughs> How do you spell that? Z a n g a. It's X. It's X a n g a. What? Zanga. 
2.0 it's blocked here uh, correct it used to be like it was pre myspace sort of it was it's basically kind of what tumblr is it was just a wall basically okay and you could post whatever you wanted on it i'm looking at pictures of it Huh. It was big when I was in high school. I was just curious because producer butters and I say me. I All didn't. Right. I didn't hear about uh, MySpace until I was in high school. Oh, <laughs> well, but you listened to like a bunch of music in high school too. In MySpace, <laughs> so when did you get your MySpace, AJ? Middle school. Oh, okay. I got Facebook when I was in high school. Yeah, I did too. Um, I got Facebook after high school. So You're way behind. People that I used to really listen to a lot before they got popular. I really liked the Ready Set. I really liked Hot Shell Ray. Um, I love Hot Shell Ray. And again, like these are very like Dashboard Confessional is another one that I claim to have known. Like my mom, my mom and I. It goes way back. My mom and I used to listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of music. And my mom had a really good friend whose name was Diana, and she used to find a lot of really good underground music. So Adele is another one that I used to listen to a lot. So when Chasing Pavements, before Chasing Pavements was on the radio, because she released Chasing Pavements on her, what was it, her 19 album. Mm -hmm. And before it was on the radio, it was on the radio like two years after she released that album. One of my favorite songs in the history of ever. But Adele is one that I listened to before she got super popular. Um... I don't know. My mom and I were always on the lookout for that kind of stuff. We would always listen to to more like underground music. And it always makes me so angry because I'll find a lot of music pretty early on. I'll find a lot of really good, really good music. And then I'll tell people to listen to it. And then all of a sudden it's like a hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a great, and I hate it. I have a great story about that. So Ashley's brother, Ashley's brother is a alternative person, right? Uh-huh. And he loves, loves 21 Pilots. Ah, that's another one. So before, I had a girlfriend who loved them too. It's, I listened to them. It's one of my few claim to fames that I, I listened to them a little bit before. Yeah, that's another famous. one. I forgot about so them. So anyway, so McCall, or, Sadly, me, Ashley don't is mean the oldest that. of three. The brother's the middle. So they have a younger sister. So Ashley's brother loved 21 Pilots, turned Ashley into 21 Pilots. They loved him before they're super famous, For anybody heard of him. Right. So then they told their sister, listen to this, and her sister's response was, this is stupid. <gasps> Fast forward, 21 Pilots becomes crazy famous, right? She goes, oh my gosh, have you heard this? To which Ashley and her brother go, yeah, we tried to get you to listen to this. And you wouldn't listen to it. Yep. Ago. See, and I loved 21 <laughs> Pilots. So I used to listen to 21 Pilots when I would go snowboarding when I was in high school. Mm-hmm, so right. flashback to like 2011, that's when I started listening to 21 Pilots and... Oh, gosh, I totally forgot about this. Kings of Leon is another one that I knew before. They were super popular. Like, this has just opened up a whole new realm. You said that. I was like, oh, alternative side. Here we go. <laughs> uh, 21 Pilots, I think, probably has a lot of parallels to the parts of the what we've heard from listeners as far as BTS. because Absolutely. Uh, they're, Tyler they're, is very not shy about his demons. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's very open about his demons. He's somebody who is very uh, verbal and very... I, like you said, he's just not shy to talk about no. it because he knows that other people are struggling yes. with it. And that's one thing that I love and I adore about them is that they are so willing to discuss this because they want people to yeah. get better. All right. We've been waiting for this. Producer Brothers, what's your list of artists that you love before they were so popular? You hipster, you. You hipster. Owl <laughs> <laughs> um, City. Yep. I discovered him like way before... Because you could Anything. not believe your eyes. Yeah, you in fact, um, there's a song called "Hello Seattle," which he actually did a. Hello Seattle. There's there's actually two versions. There's I one on the first album that he had, and then 
he released it again when Ocean Eyes became popular. And he re-sang it. And I liked the original one better. Very hipster of you. What, what I else? I know, right? Who else, Who else did um, you love before they were famous? I want to say Breathe Carolina. Yeah. Um, they were pretty cool. There's a lot of other like underground artists that I've I've been listening to, but they haven't like hit like jackpot and made it everywhere else. <laughs> jackpot, <laughs> jackpot, struck gold. Buzzing. Yet. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say Ooh. I don't want to claim Twenty One Pilots because I'm sure that I've heard I heard of them or of their songs, but it, I it doesn't like ring a bell. Like car radio for some reason that. Like I, I knew that song, right? But I don't know where I've heard it at. If that makes sense, yeah, right. And I've, that was before this whole, not this album, but the one before it came out. Uh, blurry face. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Did you ever listen to Vessel? Just one of their other ones. I can't remember their other. I think that that's where Car Radio is on. Right. I just didn't know if you had listened to that one or not. Mm-mm. Um. I forgot. I listened to Ed Sheeran. Back when he was doing just YouTube stuff. Uh-huh. And so I listened to him. Same thing. Justin Bieber was another one. I listened to Justin Bieber when he was so <laughs> back so in. Lame. That was probably 2000. That was when I had I had a Bebo, which was like a knockoff of MySpace. Um, so what? A Bebo. It was a knockoff of MySpace. I don't know what that is. So <laughs> I had one and that's where I found Justin Bieber's stuff. Be- and that no. was B-E-B-O. <laughs> that was. All in one streaming. Probably 2007. See, that's funny. See, I'm of the age that Bieber was lame. You're of the age that you listened to him. I'm of the age that he was lame. And now now we're all of the age where, come on, admit it, he's talented. He's got some good songs. He's extremely talented. He dropped his Purpose album, and that was just like, I remember when you cannot. Song. Yeah, it was like, it you was cannot so deny his talent. I was like, I was like this. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like a. Like a is it Justine and the oh my God. director's like no this is a dude and I was like are you kidding me he sounds like a girl <laughs> uh, these folk let's 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 do some more phone calls they've been great hi my name is Cameron um, I'm from Central Utah I'm 46 years old I have a 25 year old daughter who started listening to BTS around two maybe three years ago and just recently the end of last year she had me start listening to it and. I live in Bethlehem, by it. Um, their music is so upbeat and so positive that, you know, it's just something that we completely enjoy listening to all the time. Um, for months now, K-pop is really all that we have been listening to, and BTS is the main, the main group. Back in September, we traveled from Central Utah to Los Angeles to attend their first concert, and... Um, I've been to a lot of concerts in my life, and by far, one of the best concerts I have ever been to. We had so much fun, and they just make you feel so good about everything and so positive. And probably that's the biggest reason why I started listening to them, is, you know, you see that these these seven young men have great morals, and they're trying to push a positive message onto today's youth and not only it's not only for the youth it's definitely for everybody i've noticed when we were at the concert there were fans from you know young teens all the way up to gosh there had to have been like an 80 year old mix to us and we all felt like we were there 
as one group, and, and we all sing together, and we all dance together, and it was just a lot of fun. I, I'm pretty sure that both of you, maybe not McCall, because McCall's mom seems pretty hip to the music, and, but is. I have an answer. Hip with the kids. But for the three of us, is there an artist that you turned your parents on to? Because I don't know about you two. I, I think McCall's mom probably not. My dad hates everything new. <laughs> but I do have an artist that I've turned him on to. He's, he's a typical old school person. New music sucks. New TV sucks. Oh, my God. Service isn't the same. He's a typical dad. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. And I remember because now here's another band that I forgot that I remembered that was my very first. Like I started listening to them before they got popular. Uh-huh. Fallout Boy. 2000 Ooh, flashback nice. 2005. I do remember them coming to Logan. They went to the fun park. Yep. They they performed. They performed uh-huh. at the fun yes, park went, of oh, all awesome. places. I went there. That is awesome. <laughs> you are a hoser. So seriously, flashback to like 2005. I remember because I think my friend went to their concert up at the fun park because she started listening to their music. Mm-hmm. And so since she started listening to their music, she was like, "Oh my god, you have to listen to this." So I started listening and I was like, "Okay, this is pretty good. This is pretty good." I love Fall Out Boy in high oh, school too. Fall Out Boy in crazy. Green Day. Yeah, so I started listening to them back when I was, like, I was in sixth grade. I remember dance, it was dance. one of the days that dance, we were dance. on, we were on the bus. I also seen them in concert again. You're a jerk. <laughs> at the E-Center. I watched them in concert oh. at, uh, dating me. where was it that they were at? They were at USANA with Wiz Khalifa. I just don't care for USANA. Here well, USANA doesn't time. care for you. It's such a good concert the, venue. The I artist so. that I turned my dad on to, and he likes him. I don't know if he's listened to him recently because he probably has the same opinion Machine Gun Kelly does. Is Eminem? Oh. My dad likes Eminem. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I hate all new music, but I like Eminem. He likes. He said when, <laughs> so. He listened to uh, Real Slim Shady, Lose Yourself. He likes. There's a couple others. I can't remember which one specifically that he likes, but he likes it because he has a... How do I put this in radio appropriate? He has a no-nonsense attitude. He's, he is who he is, and that's who he is. Hmm. My dad he likes... He did GAF. Huh? He did GAF. Yeah, yeah. He did GAF. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I want to say 21 Pilots to my mom. Yeah? I don't know. She She's funny because she doesn't like... She doesn't like to hear new music that I play. Right. But then, like, it'll be, like, six or seven, eight a year later, and she'll be like, I love this song. I was like, I was playing this for you, like, like a year ago. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't know it. But now I know it. I'm like, <laughs> you just listen to it now, and then you'll know it. <laughs> She's so funny. Uh. <laughs> and then my dad listens to the country, so I just I can't even do that. He can't even. Oh gosh. Okay, okay, let's let's do another phone call. Hey guys. Um this is Katrina calling about the the BTS uh drop the mic podcast. Um I fell into the BTS world completely by accident actually. Um my friend sent me one of their videos, um uh, music videos when it's trending on YouTube and um from there, uh, I fell into things by by stages. Uh, it didn't happen all at once. Um, so kind of whenever anyone asks me um, why I like them, it's difficult for me to summarize what was essentially months of gradually falling for this band, their music, and what they stand for. Um, I think what first drew me in deeper than, oh, that was a nice song, was 
how they work together as a team so well. Um, you don't really often see a team that works uh, together as well as they do. Um, they put the group first, um, and uh, that mindset is kind of in everything that BTS does. And the teamwork kind of inspires us to work together, too, um, and gives fans a good example of what we need to work towards ourselves. And there are probably a million things that I could mention, um, but I'm going to just close on their message. Um, their songs inspire us, I guess, with every new lyric. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. All right, so Katrina is a huge fan, and we, we tweet with her all the time, so thank you, Katrina. But she raised an interesting question, because I, I said that McCall and Producer Butters are the perfect cohorts for me to do this podcast with, because I would defer to them on almost all things music, because I feel like they listen to a lot of stuff before it's popular. So how about that question? What's an artist that you've been turned on to that you love that somebody else referred you to? He is we. McCall was ready on that one immediately. My, my friend Aubrey turned me on to them, and I love them forever and ever and ever. Bruce Butters. I don't know anybody that has. Huh, nobody. Uh, nobody could teach me. Before everyone else. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just... so great at music. No. I'm <laughs> the best at music. I don't think. I don't think anybody that I hang around with, or, or even my family, goes through and searches for new music like I do. I've tried I'm to turn you on to new music. music. <laughs> that's just the end McCall of the conversation. Turn you on anything? I don't mm-hmm. not. I'm never going okay, to. Okay, so I'm McCall. The last one. Yes, McCall. Yes, but I mean. Throughout my life, the, it's mostly just been myself. See, because for me, I had, str- I had this stretch for a really long time where girls I dated would turn me on to an artist and then they'd get added to my iPod. So, like, uh, my first college girlfriend, it was uh, Death Cab for Cutie and Coheed and, Coheed and Cambria. Oh, I loved them. And then, like, uh, I, I, I had a girlfriend that uh, loved uh, 21 Pilots way before they were popular. Like, there's just so many of them that they... I think actually those two girlfriends. I think one was Death Cab for Cutie and then the next one was Coheed and Cambria. And so like I would just pick up these things and so now I come work with Producer Butters and McCall who listen to all this stuff and you know I'll get a text probably three times a week. Hey, have you heard this song? Listen to it. It's nope. so good. <laughs> Producer Butters doesn't so much do that. I think him and his, you and I's tastes are more in line just in terms of stuff that we grew up with and so I know that there's groups that you listened to when we were both younger that I haven't heard of that I would love to listen to McCall just listens to everything I do yeah I, I lean more on the pop uh I want to say EDM yeah that's the, that's where our line is drawn I don't I just don't do dance music I prefer it yeah, but it's <laughs> unlike you McCall and I do country yeah, and so I'll I'll send AJ country music. I'll send AJ uh, rock music. I'll send AJ like pop music. And uh, unlike- it's all over the spectrum. And then it's like, oh my god, listen to this indie acoustic band. Yeah, and See, and unlike- I don't really care for indie that much. Unlike- which is why you don't yeah. get them, but AJ does. Yeah, I know. I'll do, I'll do the classic hits, which producer Butters does not do. Yeah, Gosh. I <laughs> I know that I had a boyfriend that turned me on to Mayday Parade. Okay. Oh, that's like one of Ashley's all time favorite I love groups. them. She loves oh, them. I love them. And then I really loved a band called Miss May I. I went to Warp Tour one year and they were at... I love Warp Tour. They were at I'm Warp so Tour. Over. Uh, rip. Uh, rip. Let's take a moment of silence. Anyway, I went and watched <laughs> them and it was really good. The lineup was so good this year. Even with I'm Utah really getting kind mad. of shafted on some of the I know. Groups. I'm really mad because wasn't Mayday Parade supposed to be there this year? They were. I thought we listened to them. Yeah. 
was Media Parade there? Yeah, we listened Did to we them. Watch Didn't them? you go to I it? I think I watched them. I I don't remember. It was like a blur. It's a whole day the of all of the music. The main stage was pretty Hop awesome, in. actually. We just oh, gosh. Ashton the left and right foot. It was a genius spot. Yeah, it was a genius spot. Simple plan, real big fish. <sighs> was Media Parade there? Yeah. Ashley oh, they were. That's right. That's Ashley right. That's got right. Hella sick. There and was, I was somebody take else, home, and she's like, "I want. To I have see to them. see Mayday Parade." There was somebody else that I really wanted to watch, but I was really disappointed because they didn't end up showing up. Who oh, there it? was a couple of those. We yeah. Salt Lake did not get all of the. It was so sad because they were the supposed to be us. in the lineup, and then they didn't go. Hmm. I don't remember who it was. Was the weather nice? Beautiful. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. I got burnt up to I my was fried. quads. I was fried. <laughs> totally fried. Terrible. I wore short beautiful. shorts. Apparently, who, who wears, wears short shorts? shorts? Oh my god! I got burnt up to my quads. Anyway, I've never burnt that what you call above them? my knee before, but I did it that <laughs> day. Yes. <laughs> I'm wearing a warp tour hoodie today. Rip warp tour. Uh, not me. Nope. I did not buy any any swag. I did because I knew right. it was going to be the last what year. My shirt says, let's do <laughs> let's do one last phone call. Okay, guys. This is Army calling for the BTS podcast. I started listening in early 2018, and Spring Day was the song that made me an army. They are so huge and loved because of their authenticity, the positive message delivered through their music, and their unwavering love for army. I'm sure you have noticed, but a lot of people don't seem to understand that BTS and army are a family, not just some fans who like a group. At the age of 45, I've never, ever felt so much love between a group and their fans like I've felt from BTS to ARMY. I've never thought so hard to promote and support a group before either. It's been hard to get radio play here in the United States, but with songs like 2-3 and the love and encouragement from our guys, us ARMY are willing to keep fighting. Amazing stations and DJs like yourself with a willingness to be open and have no prejudice against BTS and us Army are also the reason we try so hard. We purple you guys so much. You just have no clue how great you have been to all of us. The only other thing I'd like to say is, you know, with the UN speech, Time Magazine and everything, they seem to be just getting bigger and bigger. But they just stay so humble and sweet, and that's so endearing, and that is what keeps us so engaged, and that is what makes new people become army. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Love ya. Has anyone ever been a fan club of anything, music, comic, superhero, sport, uh, anything? I don't know. No. The only thing I've ever been like a super big fan of... I don't know. I never, like, thinking back, volleyball was something that I loved. Right. And I was very passionate about. And, I mean, my mom, they paid a lot of money for me to be able to play volleyball. And so I think that's it's about the only thing that I've ever been, like, so passionate about. I don't know. I feel like maybe I just don't have passion. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know like, I love radio. I love what we do with our jobs. Yeah. Like this is something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. But I think it's on a different scale. I think it's on a completely different, different scale. Because yes, this is what we do for work. This is how we we make our livelihoods. And I'm passionate about radio and I'm passionate about music and I love it. But again, it doesn't go. I don't know. I don't. I don't do it uh, publicly. I think. No, and that's like so. I compared it at the beginning 
to to sports fandom because it's the closest thing I can relate to. But even like for me, I'm not, uh, you know, fan is short for fanatic, but that's not how I am. Like I don't, I have friends or whatever that I go to sporting events with, and they stand up and cheer and they boo and all that, and I'm not a much more of a controlled attendee same thing with concerts i don't really jump and scream and dance and all that i'm just kind of i'm enjoying the music it's i sit and stand and uh, you know clap and so for me this is really hard to relate to because it's just not a level of i guess a level of passion i don't know that that's not the necessarily the right phrase because i know i have passion for you know my career and stuff like that i guess i just don't express it as devoutly or yeah devoutly or as loudly Maybe it's more of a controlled or quiet passion. I don't know. Does that make it less passionate? I would say no. I just, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I love people that are so passionate. I love seeing people's passion. I really do. It's something that I admire. I just don't think I have ever been so passionate about something. Yeah, ever. Like Dustin and I... I love Dustin. I'm passionate about Dustin. But even, like, I'm not public about it. I don't jump and scream from the top of the roof. These kinds of and things. That's the funny thing. I guess you could ask the question, and, and the, the thank you to all the phone callers is great. And they didn't address this, and we didn't ask them to, but I'd be curious to know, do you do something similar for something else? And I, I, I would assume that their answer is, I would guess probably not. This is just the one thing that they feel so inclined to, you know. Right. That last phone call was, I think the Twitter account's called, I think it's BTS, BTS Army. Army. There's some X's, I think, in there somewhere. But they hmm. they coordinate, like, whenever we play a song, they let other people know, hey, by the way, VFX is playing BTS, tune in. And so I don't know. I, I think the closest thing I could compare it to, McCall, for myself is... You know, I like to write for sports stuff. It's on the blog that I have on v- right. utahsvfx.com. But like when we, you know, listen to someone who does something on radio or something, we want to hear, you know, emulate. We're like, hey, did you see this? Here, watch this. It's the only thing I could think of. But it's not like I disseminate that information to anybody else. Even the radio group we're part of, which I think you could compare sort of to this Army Twitter account, it's more so just a forum to communicate with other people like, hey, this is funny. Hey, look at what this jerk said. Stuff like that. Right. I think that some of those, some of those like fan accounts and things, I think that's what it is, is it's more of a forum. It's more of them uh, reiterating how much they love each other. And, you know, I think, I think it's really cool. I do. I think it's cool to be able to see the passion, the teamwork, the uh, maybe even like fellowshipping of other fans. No, for sure. I think that's something it's that It's just very interesting. We've seen on mm-hmm. our Twitter notifications and probably we'll see with this podcast too is there's people that I think are fans that realize, hey, you live in Utah, I live in Utah, and then they realize they love it. It's something that bonds them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that I think anyone can relate to. Oh, absolutely. like going to our conference, hey, absolutely. you work in radio, I work in radio. You're way more famous than me, but hey, let's hang out. Right. <laughs> it was, you know, that's, that's how it was. I'm going to be awkward, but we do the same thing, sort of. Yours is just on a much larger scale yeah. than mine. Didn't we have a BTS fan yesterday at lunch with listeners? Not yesterday. It was a couple of uh, months Katrina's ago. Katrina's been one one month. Yeah. She was going to go to LA. We asked her about it. Yeah. She was going to LA like the next week or something to go see him perform. Because she drove up from Provo. Yeah. She lives in oh. down there. Okay. I thought the, the, she lives I thought the other there. two that were sitting next to McCall. No. no. Those are our radio 
fans. Copycats. <laughs> Friends. Shout out to Maddie and uh, Noel. What up, boo? What up, boo? Thanks. They they were, uh, I think, arguably the first people to make McCall cry on air. I did cry on air, as a matter of fact. Because they told us that they got into radio because of us. And then I cried. Completely sidetracked, but it's a fun fact for you. Yes. So anyways, uh, the following thing. Yeah. I think for me, uh, it might be radio or just VFX in general, because I grew up listening to VFX. Right. I, I never thought of it as a job uh, until... I talked to one of the program directors and they're like, hey, I want to get you on because we're moving to a new system. I want you to learn how to do it. And then that's really when it kind of sparked like really, oh, wow, I can do this for a living. Right. So I don't know if that would be considered so like a BTS following? fandom of VFX. Is yes. I'm and I'm here and <laughs> tweeting out about it and doing remotes. Hey, did you hear about VFX? Oh my gosh, Producer Butters is a BTS fan. It's just VFX is his BTS. Three-letter <laughs> acronyms. It all adds up, McCall. Now, I think the, the bottom line is, I think ultimately is, uh, you know, I think we came into this with a little skepticism, like, what is this fandom? This is kind of crazy. Why do they love it so much? Then we listen to the phone calls from the fans themselves, and you're like, oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, it's just the same kind of, like, fandom. Why do you like your favorite band? Yeah. Why do you like Fall Out Boy? Yep. Why do you like Panic at the Disco? Why do you like 21 Pilots? Why do you like 21 Pilots? They exactly. Make good music. Because they're passionate and because you love watching people with passion. I think it goes back to that is is what it goes back to. They know, you know that BTS is passionate. You can see BTS performing and you can see them being passionate about the music, being passionate about about what they're doing and their performance. And I think seeing people passionate makes you admire them. Because I think it's the same thing with radio. Like I see people who are passionate about radio and I'm like, man, they are so good. I love, because they're, they're just dedicated and they give up 100% and I love it. And I think that's probably what it is. Something with the human, human nature. We like seeing people who are passionate. Yeah. And I think it's uh, maybe not as crazy as everyone makes it out to be. No. So, thank you, Producer Butters. Yes. This has been AJ and McCall. Drop the mic on BTS Love.